Good evening, everybody. Thanks again for joining. This is a Tribe Rewind. On August 26th, tonight, we had the Minnesota Twins versus the Cleveland Indians in Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland was coming off the win last night and looking to gain another game on Minnesota to end up being back only half a game after this series. So the good news for the Indians is they prevail 6-3. We had the return of Mike Clevenger and also got the face-off against Sergio Romo again tonight, who... Uh, might have irritated a few of the Indians the other night. So let's get into this and break down what happened in the action tonight. So Mike Clevenger came into the game 1-1 one one with a 3.24 ERA coming off his COVID suspension, if you want to call that, versus Jose Barrios, who's 2-3 with a 4.75 ERA. So to get running in the first inning, the first batter Mike faced tonight, uh, Max Kepler ended up hitting a solo shot to start the game. So the Indians were going to play from behind right off the bat. Um, he followed that up with a walk to Jorge Polanco. He got Nelson Cruz to ground into a 5-4-3 double play. Eddie Rosario then singled. And Marwin Gonzalez also singled. While Eddie Rosario decided that he thought on the blue pit he should try to go for third, and he got thrown out trying for third, which ended up being a big, big play in the game. So that took the Minnesota Twins out of a scoring opportunity early. And then the Indians came to bat in the bottom of the first. So they started off well with a leadoff walk for Cesar Hernandez. However, Jose Ramirez popped out to second. Uh, another base running blunder for the Indians tonight. Cesar Hernandez was picked off first, which was followed by a Lindor single. Santana walked, and then Reyes, Framel almost hit one out, but uh, there was a nice catch by Max Kepler to end the inning. So the Indians almost ran themselves out of a run there, but it ended up not costing them tonight. Um, I wouldn't say Clevenger was sharp off the bat. He certainly picked it up. Uh, the second inning, Luis Arias fly it out. Um, Miguel Snow did double. Lamont Wade Jr. had an RBI single to put Minnesota up 2-0. Um, he then struck out Alex Avila and picked off Lamont Wade Jr. to get out of that inning. So it was 2-0 after the top of the second. In the bottom half, the Indians couldn't muster much. Tyler Naquin flied out. Greg Allen flied out. And Roberto Perez also flied out. Going into the third, I think that's when Clevenger started settling settling in quite nicely. Uh, Jose Ramirez did have an error to start the inning that let Jake Cave get on base after Max Kepler fouled one off of his foot and was unable to continue. But we got uh, Jorge Polanco to ground into a fielder's choice. And then Nelson Cruz struck out and Eddie Rosario flied out to end that threat. And the Indians, they picked up the slack then in the bottom of the third. Uh, it was really nice to see. It seemed like Barrios was pitching pretty well. He gave off a leadoff single to Delino DeShields. Uh, Delino stole his first base of the year. The call It was reviewed, but he, he definitely beat that in there. And then Cesar Hernandez had a nice at-bat. He walks to put runners on first and second with no outs. And then the big blow to, uh, to get the lead, Jose Ramirez, Pulled one down the right field line. It just got above the wall for a three-run homer. So that was the sixth home run of the year to put the Indians up 3-2. Uh, we had Frankie ground out to first. Carlos Santana struck out. And uh, Fran Mill grounded out to end that inning. 
But that put the Indians up 3-2 at that point, which was a good start. And that held up for quite a few innings here. Top of the fourth, another good inning by Clev. Struck out Marwin Gonzalez. Luis Arias hit a weak single up the middle. Struck out Miguel Sano. And then Wade flew out to uh, end the inning there. The bottom of the fourth, Tyler Naquin did lead off with a single to extend his hitting streak to seven games. I was pretty adamant yesterday. I thought that Naquin should be playing every day, so that was nice to see. Greg Allen struck out. <laughs> Roberto Perez struck out. And Delano DeShields struck out. So Brios threw that inning pretty well. Struck out the side after giving up one hit. Moving on to the fifth inning, Clove still had it going. He struck out Alex Avila to start. Jake Cave did single again. But uh, we got Polanco to hit into a fielder's choice. And at that point, it was a ground ball that Cesar Hernandez threw over to Frankie. He threw it back to Clev at first base. And Clev was unable to catch the ball. He clearly had him out. So that was an error for Clev. Gave, uh, gave Minnesota another chance. But uh, Nelson Cruz ended up flying out to end that inning. We didn't do a whole lot here in the bottom of the fifth. Cesar Hernandez grounded out to second. Jose struck out. Uh, Frankie did have a nice double. He hustled out of the box on a shot down the right field line and got to second. Moved into a third on a wild pitch, but Santana was unable to get him in, and he struck out. So in the sixth inning, we had Eddie Rosario started out with a strikeout. Marvin Gonzalez grounded out, and Luis Arias singled, but we got to know to ground out to a uh, 6-3. Frankie kind of bounced it in there, and Santana had a really nice scoop to end that inning. So moving on to the bottom of the sixth, Framil Reyes singled to start the inning. Naquin hit into a uh, double play. Greg Allen doubled, and that brought in Tyler Clippert at that point. And uh, Delano DeShields was unable to put the ball in play. He struck out there. So not a whole lot going on in the middle innings tonight. Some pretty pretty good pitching. I'd say Barrios did fairly well. He, uh, he ended up going five and two-thirds, struck out six, gave up seven hits, which was nice for the Indians. He also, he also walked four. So that really built up his uh, pitch count early, and they got him out of the game before the sixth inning was able to start. And he was responsible for the three runs, which all came courtesy of the Jose Ramirez home run. So the seventh inning is when it got a little dicey. So the Indians went in leading 3-2. Oliver Perez came into the game, and Oliver has done a a, a fantastic job this year. Today was not his best pitching performance. So he started off seeing uh, Adrianza, Adrianza, who uh, led off with a double. And then Jake Cave came to the plate. The Indians brought the infield in to try to cut that that lead run off. And he popped it right over Cesar Hernandez's head, where if they hadn't been playing the infield in, I'm guessing he would have caught that. But it it allowed Adrianza to score. So that tied the game 3-3. And Ollie left the game shortly thereafter. So he faced three, gave up two hits and a run. Uh, and then they brought Phil Maton in, and he got Polanco to ground into a 5-4-3 double play and end that inning. So that was nice to see. He, he got out of that very, very efficiently after Ollie struggled a little bit tonight. 
So the bottom of the seventh, Hernandez uh, popped out to start it. Ramirez and Lindor both struck out, so didn't have a lot going there. And that was facing Tyler Duffy through a really nice inning. Uh, to start the eighth inning, Maton remained in the game. Nelson Cruz hit a deep fly out to left. Eddie Rosario struck out. Marwin Gonzalez also flied out. So uh, Phil did a great job. Came in, he pitched an inning in two-thirds, retired every batter he saw, and uh, we got to the bottom of the eighth. So that's where that's where all the fun started tonight. It was a tie ball game, 3-3, and our friend Sergio Romo entered after uh, kind of upsetting the Indians bench the other day. He was he was a little adamant about getting out of the inning. And uh, I think I think the guys were were pretty excited to face him and see if they could uh kind of make up for for his behavior the other night and they absolutely did. So Sergio comes into the game. Carlos Santana had a leadoff single for Emil Reyes. He uh he was down in the count 0-2 and ended up working a walk to put runners at first and second. And then Naquin came through again with an RBA. I doubled down the left left field line that got uh Santana in to put the Indians up 4-3. And Greg Allen, he also was down 0-2 in the, the, his at-bat, and he ended up having a sack fly out to right field to put the Indians up 5-3. So that was really nice that he was able to work his way back into the at-bat, considering it looked like he was uh, he was not going to be able to get the job done. So Roberto Perez then came to the plate, and he was hit by a pitch. Delino DeShields flew out, and Cesar Hernandez, who's been – who's done a really nice job of batting with two outs, ended up having a uh, RBI single to put the Indians up 6-3 in the bottom of the uh, bottom of the eighth. And that would end the scoring for the night. Brad Hand came in, pitched a 1-2-3 ninth inning to grab the save. So that's his ninth save of the year. Phil Maton ends up going 2-0 and on the year. Uh, Clevenger pitched a really good game, but he gets the no decision. And Sergio Romo ends up with the loss. So really exciting that the Indians were able to take two out of three following losing the first. It's never easy. And, you know, after taking taking the win last night, you hope somehow Clevenger can come back after not pitching for three weeks and give you, give you a good game. And he certainly did that. You know, it, it was a little rocky to start. He did give up eight hits, two runs. He walked one and struck out six. But he kept, he kept the team in the game. And uh, he left – he left, you know, right right before they gave that lead up. So, overall, really nice job by him. We're not sure what's going to happen if he is going to be on the trade block or if the Indians want to, you know, continue using him moving forward here to see what they can do in this shortened season. Brios, a little wild, got his pitch count up high. Uh, Romo, was, Romo was really the issue tonight. Tyler Clippert also threw for Minnesota. He threw a third of the inning, third one, a third of an inning, struck out the only batter he faced. Tyler Duffy threw one inning, struck out two. Sergio, we said, gave up three runs, and then Danny Colombe ended up finishing the game for Minnesota, and he didn't give up any runs. So the nice thing tonight was seeing Jose get that three-run homer. I mentioned he seemed like he was he was almost swinging a little bit too hard, but he caught one, put the Indians up. Um, Fran Mill appeared to be seeing the ball well again today. He had a walk, another hit. Frankie had two hits on the night. Uh, Tyler Naquin again made the case that 
he needs to be an everyday player. His RBI double really set the tone, got the Indians in front again. He had two hits on the night. He's now batting 310 on the year with a seven-game hitting streak. Greg Allen had that double, uh, really big sacrifice fly to add to the lead. And DeShields, he did have a run scored and a hit, but nothing nothing too drastic there. And Cesar Hernandez, again, he had an RBI single at the end of the game there to give them that 6-3 lead. Um, on the other side for the Twins, the Indians did a pretty good job. Max Kepler did have the leadoff home run. Uh, his replacement came in and had two hits as well. Jake Cave, Eddie Rosario had a hit. Marvin Gonzalez had a hit. Luis Arias had two. Miguel Sano did have a double. He kept his hitting streak alive. And uh, Lamont Wade Jr. had a hit. And Adrianza had a hit as well. So there were quite a few hits in the game tonight. Um, it's nice to see the Indians' batting averages slowly creeping up. The bullpen, aside from Ollie Perez, did a great job again. So that's always uh, wonderful to see. I think in terms of this series, the Indians, they, they definitely just happened to outpitch Minnesota. They held that offense in check, which is really difficult to do. So really thrilled to get two out of three. That uh, cuts the lead down to half a game. Chicago did beat Pittsburgh again today, so they remain 19-12, and 12, which is also the Indians' record at this point. And uh, Minnesota falls to 20-12 and 12 on the year. So they still have a half-game lead, but huge to pick, up, to pick up two wins in a row against them. And uh, a well-deserved off day tomorrow before heading to St. Louis on Friday for a three-game series. Um, all in all, we got to see Shane Bieber pitch a really, really nice game. Uh, Savali threw the ball well. Unfortunately, they didn't get the win there. And not knowing really what to expect from Clev today after a long break. You see him give up a leadoff homer, and you're a little worried about it, but he, he settled in. The defense did a nice job. Uh, Clev did have, did have the air. It didn't end up costing him. Jose had, a, he had a, uh, an air early in the game as well that didn't end up costing, so they had two errors on the game. But overall, they did what they needed to do to get the win. Uh, really, really excited for, for the series and especially coming off the Detroit series where they lost two out of three. I uh, wanted to take a moment. I need to see this probable. So coming into the St. Louis series now, um, Friday's going to be an exciting game. It's an 8-15 start. We have Tristan McKenzie, who's going to pitch his second game for the Indians, uh, coming off a Pretty dominant performance against Detroit where he struck out 10 in his uh, Major League debut. Finished second in most strikeouts in a debut for the Indians uh, versus Daniel Ponce de Leon. So he is 0-2 with a 5.25 ERA. Um, St. Louis on the year is 10-9. Of course, they had quite a few games canceled earlier with the COVID uh, Half their team had it pretty much. They're six and five at home. They are five and five in their last ten. Looking at the hitting statistics between the two teams, Cleveland comes into that game with a two sixteen team batting average, which is good for twenty seventh, which is actually an improvement over the last few days. Uh, St. Louis is two forty, so they're twenty first. Cleveland scored 
I guess it's not relative here, but they're 23rd in runs with 124. St. Louis has played less games, so they have 81 runs. Uh, hits, of course, St. Louis is going to be way back. Cleveland's 22nd in the league, and Cleveland is 25th in home runs versus, again, 30th for St. Louis. Um, looking at pitching, so that's going to be a better barometer seeing as the St. Louis doesn't have as many plate appearances as many other teams do. Cleveland moves up to second in Team ERA with a 2.86. And St. Louis does have a phenomenal pitching staff there at 3.37. Uh, their whip, you're, you're looking at the, the first and second ranked teams in baseball. Cleveland's at 1.04, and St. Louis is at 1.06. So not a lot of disparity there. We'd expect to see low-scoring games. Of course, you never know how baseball's going to be. But uh, looking forward to that series. St. Louis should be slowly getting better and kind of getting back to where they were predicted to be before before the beginning of the season. And with everything that's transpired with them, of course, uh, there's there's a lot less sample size to take into that series. So really proud of the guys tonight. Uh, J-Ram, huge home run. That's a sixth on the year again. Um, they seem to be see seeing the ball quite a bit better. We had three. Six walks on the on the day. They had 10 hits. So not too bad. You know, you had 12 hits uh, on during the first game, seven hits yesterday, 10 hits tonight. So against pitching staff that's done as well as Minnesota has, it's really nice. And it's kind of kind of astounding to hear from the guys tonight that this was the highest scoring combined game between Cleveland and Minnesota this year. So nine runs is more than any any other game so far. So we're not going to see them again except for one more series near the end of the year. We'll be keeping our eye on them to see how they're doing. Uh, Chicago, of course, is even with us at this point, and they're, they're on quite a roll. But hopefully a nice day off tomorrow. We can go into the St. Louis series and keep the ball rolling here. So uh, great job for the Tribe tonight. I appreciate everybody listening as always. And look forward to some more baseball. Everybody have a good night. Roll Tribe.